Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. This will be unscripted, freewheeling conversation between two buds with different perspectives. We hope to shed some light on some of the often confusing and controversial topics in the world of cannabis cultivation, from planning and setup to germination and harvest, with everything else in between. We want you to sit back, relax, get something to smoke on, and enjoy the show. This should be fun. Thanks for listening. No, 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 no. It's it's not about any like relevant, important grow information. It's just called Attack of the Boston Accents. <laughs> and, uh, Captain oh does all the creative thinking around here. Uh, well, sometimes, sometimes. You I, have I a do lot have, of input, dude. I do have no. I do have input, but you come up with most of the shit. You know, I, I try to do my part I, by booking guests and. Uh, Uploading the show when it's done being edited, that's about it. <laughs> Captain, are you trying to say that I have a Boston accent? Um, I I don't think it's quite Boston, is it? It's no. definitely not quite Boston, but I grew up in Massachusetts, yeah. It's, it's not like more a, in the more in the southern Worcester area. Worcester. 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 All I know is like a, there's a sauce uh, from from there, right? You guys make that Worcestershire sauce? <laughs> it's Oh, you don't you don't make that? No, we do not make that. Worcester. I think it's from England. Worcester. 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 Worcestershire. Jeez, it's crazy, crazy name. You throw Shire on the end of anything, it becomes from England, right? I, I would. I think so. I, think. I mean, that may be racist, but it sounds right to me. No, a <laughs> ton usually, like a T O N right at the end. Um. But yeah, um, so I'm I'm gonna hit record right now, and uh, you have my consent. <laughs> give me just one sec to take another puff. Oh, beautiful. beautiful! And then you edit out all the silence in the beginning, right? Of course, yeah. I can edit out anything, like so. <laughs> you know, if if you know, you say on those things. I've listened to every one of you guys' episodes, and you guys say you're always gonna edit something out, and you never do. I know, I know. It's, it's part of the beauty of it, actually. It, it's, uh, I'll t- like, I, oh, we could just edit that part out. Don't worry about it. Well, you'd be surprised, because um, there are actually things that I do then Then That edit. we have omitted, yeah. Yeah, yeah like all those uh, four-letter words and, like, uh, you know. Just, oh, speaking of that, Captain, I think we should just kind of leave um, his episode alone. Um Wasserman's? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the word cunt. I mean, it's it's authentic. And <laughs> it's like I, I re- there's only like I look at the analytics. Oh, I thought you were saying like not posted. I was like, huh? Oh, really? No, no, no. I'm saying like roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not gonna edit that shit at all. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking awesome, dude. Six percent of our listeners are female, but I think that they'll be okay with it. There, there might be six percent of that six percent that like can't handle the word, you know, cunt. I don't even like saying it. I mean, honestly, I can, I can express myself. Without, oh, I love that word. Without, that word uh, and, and fuck, cunt, hey, fuck. You know, there's, <laughs> they do sound good. It's, maybe with it's a Massachusetts Massachusetts accents. I don't know. <laughs> um. So yeah, do I, the, I don't. I can uh, like say it and like. Yeah, to men too, like you know what I mean. You're being a fucking cunt. 
You know, so it's not just females. I always thought the like Irish or Scottish accent was best, or the 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 uh, Aussie like, I a fucking cunt. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. <laughs> fucking cunt. Um, yeah. Um, you have definitely sounds a little bit less harsh when it's said in a foreign accent. I have to agree, my friend. I have to agree. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like before we even get started, do you have? And I'm sure you have stuff you want to talk about, and that's it's really not how we do things around here. Kind of just try to roll off the cuff, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, shit, let's just get right into it, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got nothing specific. I got nothing specific that I I need to go over or anything like that. I, just, I want to talk about your new cool crosses. Though. I want to talk about your ridiculous like what? How big is the space you grow in indoors, man? Um, the room that I am growing in right now is 11 by 16. Jeez. Is that a whole so basement? I have a, I have a, no, it's actually on my second floor. Okay. Um, so I have a, I have a four by eight tent set up. I guess the, I use the, this, the, uh, cage of the, the tent to hang my lights and stuff. Um, but I actually utilize outside of that as well. So I, I look at it more like it's a five by 10 space. Gotcha. They have a, a two-in-one tent, which is five foot by four foot, so it has a four foot by four foot section, and then the, the doubled up little shelf area, which is great because it allows me to put plants actually in between the two, which if you look at any of the pictures that I have, you can see all that kind of stuff, but and it lets me do a perpetual harvest too, which is really, really nice. Yeah, and I've been doing that for, for almost a year now. I've been able to run perpetually where I'm harvesting one, two, three plants a week. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And you got like a mix of autos and photos? I have I have some photos that are in veg right now. I'm trying to, to figure out what I'm going to do as far as flipping them into flour. Um, I'm going to have to maybe talk to the Admiral about that because I know he's an expert. So. Uh, he's no expert, man. He's just uh, <laughs> he's a No, actually, I actually, I have a 3x3 right three three tent, which I think I'm going to probably flip my first my first indoor photo in soon. Um, and then we'll go from there. I, I'm working on like cloning and figuring that part out and doing all that kind of stuff now. So I can continue I with the genetics that I have. And I saw you had so a far successful, I've done pretty good with, with one of them. Successful clone, right? Yes. Yeah, that was uh, that's a cookie monster by, um, Dave genetics. And, uh, I grew up from seed and they're all feminized seed. So I know, or it's a girl, or right. I hope it is, and uh, I figured, you know what, I want to to try this cloning thing. So I took, cut off the top, you know, and put it in some rooting gel, threw it in a cube, and just let it do its thing. And I did the same thing with uh, one of the dragons by Grow Today's Genetics, and those clones did not take. Hmm. I lost like six in a row of those, but I have six more, and they're actually looking good right now. So. We'll cross our fingers and hope that actually works out. Yeah. So, are there like certain strains you would say that don't clone very well? From what I understand, some of them are super easy to, and some of them aren't. So, I, I don't really know. I haven't yeah. been doing it long enough. They all have their own little variances. Like some are some are definitely easier than others. There are some that, that take a little longer than others. But I find if your practices are good, they'll all root eventually, as long as you're not oversaturating them or um, 
if you're doing the clone dome, it's really the most simplest method to clone. That's what I always recommend right. people start with. Um, don't get me wrong, I, I love my Aeropon cloner, but um, for simplicity, you just can't beat a regular clone dome with some ride cubes, and you know it works pretty much every time. I think the yeah, I've been using the, the, the little rapid rooters and and uh, yeah, same the clone thing. X. Um, yep. All right, I, I gotta so, get me some of that clone X stuff. That was the, my next question. Actually, you, you said I, I, gel. I you like organic shit. I recommend the stuff from Foop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, okay, no, I didn't even consider that. that. I didn't even consider that. Um, um, I'll totally look into that. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't grown photos indoors um, through flower yet, so this is going to be a, a new new thing for me. I don't have really the, the space uh, in our yard to set up a greenhouse or do anything like that outside. Um, and being right on a main street, I don't want that nonsense. People come to my yard and stuff. <laughs> no, you don't no, want like a 10-foot yeah. bush like peeking over your <laughs> fence to greet the Mass neighbors? Mass just... it has to be not visible from the street anyway. So. Ah, really? Right, right. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I could a, get a, one of those shaded greenhouse things or something and, and do that but um maybe next year we'll yeah see. what a strict law really i mean really I mean, we really cracking plan, down so it's like not that big of a thing. i know i'm just <laughs> i'm just fucking around dude. i'm not oh. that's all up to yeah, interpretation. I, do more, I definitely am more on the side of uh the auto flowers though and my growth style i would say is kind of a combination of the two of you guys because i grow autos like captain but i'm in cocoa using mega crop like the green monster. Ah, nice. So now we just um, gotta get you to the dark side with some auto pots and fucking you'll be. I've been I've been looking into them for a long time <laughs> and uh, in even more so now that I broke my friggin' leg, because uh, hand watering every day sucks. <laughs> Amen. Now, how's that feeling, by the way? That shit sucks. It's it's getting better, you know. Every day. Uh, I had a, a busy day yesterday, so it, it I'm paying for it today, but uh, it's healing. So, right. you know, doctor said now the three weeks or so I should be able to start putting more weight on it. And good, good. Now, when you're there. when you're upstairs hand watering, I don't want you putting weight on that leg. I, I need you up there like crab walking around with your one leg I up in the scoot. air. <laughs> you butt I scoot. scoot nice. I scoot on my butt. That's it. All right. Uh, you got to get the, you know, do some butt chugging with your plants while you're butt scooting around your... Uh, I've, I've tried the butt chug thing before and... Uh, it didn't work for me. No, no. Interesting, uh, interesting. Now, I, I mean, I don't, maybe it's the cocoa. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I did. What wrong. What do you mean by it didn't work? Like it did, the plants just didn't respond well? I, yeah, I, I didn't. I liked the the growth. You know, when I did a comparison of of doing it and not doing it, I liked the growth I was getting out of not doing it. Um. So you're in cocoa now. Are you uh, synthetic nutrients? Yeah, I use Mega Crop. Okay, um, so I, I believe that's synthetic still. And now I, I don't know that much about Mega Crop. Now, when I look at their website, they do say it's like veganic, um, but I, again, I don't know really what that means. And I do believe well, it's vegan, and a lot of vegan practices are actually organic by nature. They just don't go and get that certification. Okay. So there may be one or two ingredients that's technically not organic in the Mega Crop. I'm just not sure what those would be. I, th I could have a dye yeah, in it or something. That, you hit the nail right on the head. 
Now, but the, the nutrients in Megacrop, if I'm not mistaken, are plant available, right? They're like, they are salts, correct? I, correct. I, okay. So, like, yes. and that's kind of, like, as an organic grower, like, to me, that's that's not organic. That You know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how they make the stuff or whatever. They, they may use organic ingredients, but, like, they're... They're giving like that's like giving your plant you know direct uh, like a IV if it were um, and you gotta like be careful about measurements because you could burn them with that stuff. Um, organics is is just it's not salts and I think that's where your issue was when you were doing the butt chugging is uh, with with salts um, you don't want to. Like you want to flush those out the bottom, if I'm not mistaken. That's why you would water till runoff, um, and you don't want to accumulate those salts in the medium. And when you were, right. you know, if you were to switch it up and, and bottom water from time to time, uh, it might actually push those salts back up, which could create issues for you. I, I would think. I could see that possibly happening. Yeah. Well, with the auto although with uh, to to be bottom fed the whole time salts or no salts and they just push right. their way up to the root zone where it's really um not going to affect the plant uh, gotcha so i mean like maybe if it's just one or the other then it's fine but to alternate between the top and the bottom watering with uh, salt yeah i can tell you this much once you start bottom watering especially with salts it's probably not a good idea to top feed okay so yeah. um that's just my experience because I've tried it before. It's like, possible that something like that was the problem too. I'm not honestly not sure. I'll have to do the experiment again. Try it out. You know why not? I have this. I have the space and the time. So nice. Yeah, you, you certainly do have the space, man. It's like uh, it's always been one of my favorite things to to check your page out and just see like you know I don't know how many auto flowers you got going in in your in your uh, second floor right now, but it's it's always fun to see. In like a nice, it's fun to do. You know, big it's, open it's area. It's de definitely therapeutic getting in there and and you know being with the plants and training them and watering them and you know looking them over, checking for anything you know deficiencies or or pests or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it's, yep. it's definitely it's a nice escape. Absolutely. Are you, you ever get any pests? I had drips pretty bad last year. Um, it took me almost six months to completely eradicate them, and that was uh, that was not fun. Hmm. But I haven't seen any sign of them since. So, and I do, you know, I was doing IPM. I was, you know, looking over the plants. I was doing. I, I saw them super early, but I couldn't get them under control. No matter what I was trying, I couldn't get them under control. So I make a spray that's actually pretty effective for thrips, um, and this is real simple. Take a bottle of rubbing alcohol, a thing of crushed red pepper, pour the alcohol into the crushed red pepper, let it soak overnight, strain it out, put it into, cut it like 50% with water, couple drops mm -hmm. of dish soap, boom. And it's good for just about anything, really. What kind of alcohol are we talking? Um, I like to go with, um, you know, Bacardi 150, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> regular rubbing alcohol. All right, um, all right, all right. I mean, because you, you use know. like a 70 or a 90 or I actually recommend the 70. The 90 will evaporate too quickly. Okay. Um, Interesting. Because it's like stronger. So right. I recommend the 70. I've even used 50 because the, um, there's like a 
a Dollar Tree up here where you can get bottles for a buck. And uh, sometimes that's all they have, and I've used that, and it seems to be, you know, so just as effective. It, it's the Here's the only problem, though. When you're spraying that shit, cover up your mouth, because it'll fucking gas you. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you, because it's all this capsaicin. It, like, will gas you. Oh, I was going to say, that, that must be what's actually acting as, like, the bug prevention, is the capsaicin and the pepper. 100% right? capsaicin is very effective at repelling just about any cannabis hmm. mess. I mean, I could be wrong. That's why they say you can actually have a, a crop or um, some peppers in with your plants, and it'll actually keep some pests away. Yeah, because peppers are, well, aphids in particular are super attracted to peppers. So if you do have a problem, they'll be on the pepper plant first. It's kind of right. like a like a watchdog, you know? <clears throat> Interesting. Now, I got a, I, I seem to have like a reoccurring bout with uh, fungus gnats. Especially this time of year, I just see them. I'm, I'm seeing them crop up again, and uh, it's if you just such put something on top of your sand, like some sand on top of your soil, I should say, and um, just stick to butt chugging, you'll probably get rid of those. Yeah, things. yeah. I'm gonna stick to. I just I did the diatomaceous earth. Yeah. Um, sprinkled that. It's so funny. We talk about butt chugging like everybody knows what it is. For those who don't know what we're talking about, when I say butt chugging. We're just talking about bottom water. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's the colloquial term for, for Colloquial. Look at you throwing out big words, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all smart and shit. Get your college education. Uh, I, I, I hardly paid any attention. I, it's, I don't know how I, I even graduated, man. It was. Uh, I heard the thing you paid the most in college was the drug dealer. Uh, that is definitely true. Um, I'm, <laughs> if if you're listening, Ron, you got me through. You got me through it. You were always available at uh, two thirty in the morning when I was when I was tripping oh off like too much Adderall after taking taking a big test. You were always there for me, Ron. So thank you, man. Shout out to Ron. You're the real MVP. <laughs> Ron's probably sitting down there like now, like fuck, dude, he's talking about me. That was me. I, I hope so, man. He was he was a great guy. Um, it's funny, like those relationships you had with those different people. Like, um, I mean, now that we're all growing, of course, we don't need to worry about um, you know visiting a dispensary <laughs> or any of that stuff. But when I was visiting dispensaries, um, I found myself missing those rather awkward interactions with my like local guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They always want to try to be like that. You're your friend, but they're really not. Um, just want you to hang out. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just want someone to talk to. So, uh, wah, 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 wah. Your, I, I got your mail the other day, big green guy. Thank you very much for oh, absolutely. the care You're package. Welcome. Now, um, I want to hear, as a person who knows absolutely nothing about the Marvel Universe, um, t- tell me about the crosses, the names, the lineage, anything you can, please. I'm extremely interested. Okay, so, uh, so what I, I did was, the first thing I wanted to do was hunt out a male. Um, and I knew I wanted to work with uh, Mandalorian genetics. Okay. So I popped a bunch of seeds looking specifically for the males of those. And I narrowed it down to five different males. And the Loki OG was the one that I picked. 
uh, he was just super vigorous. You know, he was not quick to the show, but not super late either. So that's uh, another thing that uh, I found I want to see when I'm breeding. Um, you mean like he showed sex? Uh... Oh, a drop in pollen. Sorry. Okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> and uh, so I picked him. And then I had, uh, I had a couple. I have my first cross that I ever did called Funeral Desserts. And that's a cross between Bobby's Widow and Strawberry Cheesecake. Um, strawberry cheesecake being the female. Sorry, I should have switched switch those. Um, and I've taken that to an F3. So I wanted to actually find something to cross into that. So that was originally where it started. Um, I hadn't had names or anything for, for the crosses. But at the same time, I was growing out a, a Thor's Hammer XXL. And uh, that thing was just an absolute beast. Uh, it, it netted me over seven, 700 grams. I rem um, remember you wa watching you grow that thing, man. It was amazing. It, w it was it was unreal for, for one single auto flower to, to get that big. I didn't, you know, I was trying to challenge myself to grow a one pound auto, but that was uh, almost 29 ounces. <laughs> From one so, pound. Awesome. My record was, is 14, yeah, the, and I thought I was bald. The thing was... Uh, you know, four foot tall, four foot wide. It was, it was, you know, tops everywhere. They were all super dense and it was, it was ridiculous. You said 700 um, grams. Yeah. A little yeah. over 700 grams. It was, was 28.7 ounces Jesus. or something like that. It was crazy. Um, good Lord. <laughs> so yeah, that was a big plant. Uh, so I actually ended up pollinating that one as well. Cause I, I was like, I need to save this genetics. I need to save these. So she was ripe right around the time when I would want to pollinate. So I separated most of the plant took a paintbrush, painted some pollen on some of the buds there. And I also had a wedding cheesecake going as well. Um, and this thing was just, it was almost six feet tall when it was finished and like just huge colas. It was just another beautiful plant. So I said, yeah, I'm going to hit that one too. And, uh, and then I had a purple rock bud as well. And that was another one that I had. There's three other crosses that I've, I made. Um, just by pollinating a couple little branches, but they didn't really produce a lot of seeds, so I, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm going to be ready to, to release that or anything mm. anytime soon. I'll have to work those a little more. Um, so the ones that I sent you are actually the Thor's Hammer times Loki, which I named Odin Sons. Yes, yes. Um, Odin would be the dad of both. Thor, you know, right? Well, Thor and the stepdad, I guess, the oh, okay. adopted father of, of Loki. See, I was thinking um, Marvel for some reason. I'm, I, I, I well, Thor, not Thor is all, in Marvel. Is yeah, Thor, Thor and Loki are in Marvel. They're in the Marvel universe. Okay, so um, I'm Thor not, is I'm one not of the going Avengers, crazy. and Loki's right. kind of a bad guy. Um, so then, where they're from is actually called Asgard. Uh, so that's why I went with the the second cross with the the wedding cheesecake. And Loki is uh, called Asgardian Wedding. And then my funeral desserts times Loki is Asgardian Funeral. And then I wanted something different for the Purple Rockberry one. So that um, I ended up naming Fenrir, which is kind of like a giant wolf thing, uh, like a war beast, I guess. Nice. And, uh, uh, those are actually showing mostly crosses? purple. What's that? Are these regular or feminized crosses? These are all regular, okay. all regular seeds now. Um, That's cool. The only one that was, well, the, the purple rockberry is a feminized seed. So I use a male 
to pollinate that and the seeds from that are regular. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know if that's what you were asking or if yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, just Okay. Yeah, like I was just basically trying to f figure out like if the beans they produced in our regular seeds are feminized. They're they're regulars yeah. right now. Um, Captain actually got the first uh, F two of the Odin sons. Oh, they're F two. Um, Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Those are those are from the the seeds that I just finished. Uh, maybe about they probably finished up about three weeks ago now. So they fresh. They were cured for a while, and then they should be good to go whenever you want to pop them. <laughs> All right, and the the other one, the Fenrir, actually the F ones. It's just a matter of room, man. You're telling me how big this thing was getting for you. I gotta <laughs> gotta make sure I have ample space for this thing. Yeah, I harvested the first Odin Sons, and it was one of the ones I tested pretty heavily, and it gave me just over six ounces. Awesome. So it's a decent sized awesome. plant, you know. Even I'm I'm imagining it can be a lot more if it's not, you know, tested the way that I was testing them. I beat the shit out of it. Yeah, like what? what? What kind of stuff were you doing? I do like uh, 95 degree temp <laughs> temps for a while. Um, you know, topping, super cropping. Uh, then I'll raise up the RH for a couple of days and lower it way, way down over water, underwater, overfeed, underfeed. Yeah. Um, just your, your normal, you know, things you want to test to make sure they're not going to hurt, you know, go and herm or anything on you. So. Don't want any intersex traits. No, it's not something that's desirable, and it's not because we're really like twelve years or anything. But it's just that's not something you want. No, anymore. yeah, it's just it's not a. You, you're trying for the uh, sensimia, so we don't want any any pollen usually in our grow space. That's one of the things that is, has always, um, you know, frightened me. Um, but so you you said you got in there with like a paintbrush on the uh, yeah I, I remove the plant I take the plant out of the room, bring okay. it into another room, and I cover up any part that I don't want to be pollinated. I'll take a trash bag, I'll cover up as much of it as I can, except for maybe a branch or two, and then uh, I'll take a paintbrush, I paint it on, and then it stays like that for a little bit, and then you come back with uh, a water bottle and just spray down where you just pollinated. So it doesn't um, it, fly anywhere, I would assume, right? Exactly. Yeah. Once the pollen's wet, it's no longer viable. So I like to give it a few hours and then it typically will, you know, it doesn't fully take because some of the pollen that was sitting on, um, on little hairs is going to, uh, not, you know, be accepted or whatever, but a lot of it does take. So cool. So, I mean, you just like, did, did you have to label certain branches of, of your Thor's hammer then? Like, this is my uh... yes. I basically just take like a um, uh, a little twist tie, like a, a from a loaf of bread, and I'll put that on the the you're branch. You're getting blown up, man. Someone's, someone's hitting yeah. those DMs hard right now. That's uh, that's IG for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody will send like the weirdest question. Like it'll be like a one part question, but they'll split it into like nineteen different messages. Oh, dude, all the time. I get, I get so many that are just, um, they'll send me videos or they'll send me just like a voice talking thing. And I'm like, I can't always watch this right away because I got other stuff going on. And I do, I always answer everybody back. I don't, I, I like 100%. to help people. I mean, I was helped 100%. a lot when I was first starting. So I'm the same like way. Turn that. Hey, yeah. Anyone can always feel free to hit me up. Just know it might take, you know, 
take a while for me to me to see it or have time to reply. So, I, well, that's know. just it. I wake up in the morning and I'll have twenty to thirty <laughs> yeah. different messages from people that you know. Some of them are those spam ones. They're like, hey, do you want to be sponsored by this? Or we're looking for brand ambassadors. Oh, uh, dude. I love oh yeah, them. brand ambassador ones. Those ones are great. <laughs> I'd be like, great, um, send me one for free. I'll let you know how I like it. Fucking right, exactly. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. We'll give you a thirty percent off coupon, and then you no. buy something from us. Yes. Yeah, so... well, well, you there, monster? I think he went. Sound, robot sounds on like us. you had glitched out a bit there. Uh, let's see if he can come back. But um, you were you were talking about he just he, he's going to sort it out. You were talking about um, how you had separated the branches on your Thor's hammer and like yes. labeled them and like you were able to pollinate branches individually right with different male yes. pollen that's super cool man i mean so did you use silver thiosulfate no i used the pollen from the loki og okay oh no they, all right gotcha so they they weren't oh they are so they were no, not it wasn't it wasn't a process of reversing a female or anything like understood that. Um, I have done that with um, the funeral desserts, um, and I have testers that are are being running some of them now to make sure that there's no issues with them. Because that would produce then uh, feminized seeds, if I'm not mistaken, yes, right? Exactly. Cool, cool. Um, nice. Um, that's. I mean, dude, that's. Sounds like you're using some really killer genetics. I mean, really, what you did there is you kind of like found a keeper in a sense of an auto uh, and you were able to preserve the specific like that was the phenotype then that you used in in the cross you know it's like it's all about really which selection you use when when it comes to autos like in the breeding process and stuff i mean for for all breeding it's about the selection um and man you you got a hell of a plant that you were able to pick from uh, and, and pollinate. I, just, I really lucked out as far as the, the Thor's hammer being as large as it was. I've grown a few other ones that weren't, you know, they still produce, but they weren't like this. Oh. Um, so that's like, I definitely lucked out. And a lot of the, the size has certainly carried over into the offspring. You know, seeing some of the... Um, some of the, the plants that the testers are growing out is just, it's impressive. And to, to know that I played a part, is kind of surreal. Yeah, that's definitely awesome, man. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm going to pop them as soon as I have the space, man. And uh, it's, you're, you're making me concerned about the space now. So, uh, you know, coming in time, man. And I'll, I'll show those beauties off. Um, well, the Fenrir don't get quite as big, so you you know you could probably grow those without having any issues. Um, okay. Although I do have one in the in my tent now that's almost five feet tall. Oh, not uh, that big, right? Oh, okay, okay. So that well, the females I used to make the F twos were over six feet each <laughs> in one gallon pots. So, yeah, they got big. You know what? I I have seen, and I mean I've grown. Um, a couple autos in one gallons and they got really really tall do you think that's a that, that's a thing like with the, just the roots being uh, a little constricted they like it forces it up become a little more stretchy I'm really not sure I mean I was growing in cocoa so or I do grow in cocoa so I can keep the, the soil pretty saturated and not have to worry about 
you know, that issue. True. A lot of times when a plant gets bigger in soil, um, it's drinking water so fast. And sometimes you, you know, aren't able to give it what it wants or whatever quickly enough yeah, in the smaller containers. Definitely the issue that I came across for sure. It was tough in uh, orga organics too. I mean, you can't, um, small containers and organics just really don't mix. And uh, to be quite honest, the five gallons that I've become partial to just, I mean, that that's probably too small too. I mean, that's why I do the, the feeding method that, that I use, um, which is kind of like super soil combined with, um, and more organic nutrients and top dressings and right. stuff like that. So right. um, if, if I were to use like a 15-gallon pot with, with the soil that I'm, I'm using right now, I would be able to go water only the whole time. Right. Um, but And I think that's a lot of people I see um, that, that seems to be an issue I've come across a lot lately is that people – they see, you know, printed on whatever thing they're using, like seed to harvest, um, you know, water only, blah, blah, blah. But I do believe that if you really read the fine print on most of these things, it'll tell you, like, you need to be using a, at least a 10-gallon pot. Um, so That's yeah. what I've heard, too, is, is, you know, I know... Well, um, it's the battery. Tried, it makes sense. I've, I've used um, organic soil. I use the Michigan M3 mix. Nice. Um and it, I, I ran out in a five gallon before it was finished and I had to actually feed more. Mm -hmm. I think had I gone to a seven, I may have been okay. Um, yeah, it, dep it depends. I, I, like, I don't know. I didn't really soil. notice a huge difference as far as the smoke or, um, I mean, the size was definitely, it was a lot smaller of a plant than I've gotten in cocoa. Uh, so I wasn't impressed, <laughs> to no, say the least. Don't... I want to try it again, okay. but I wasn't all that impressed. Yeah, you're not, not like raving about the flavor of organic uh No, organic you know, I, I, to test the flavor, I always put it into like one of those vaporizers. And I find that that is, no matter what it is, if it's grown organically or not, it's, in my opinion, the best way I found to actually figure out what the real flavors are. Because um, you can control the temps and everything with that. And... Yeah. Uh, that's been a nice experience. It's a different kind of a high I found though. It's it's absolutely is. Um, I was just going to say that actually one of my buddies brought over a volcano the other day. Um, I, I've been looking at him on, you know, kind of tinkering with the idea of getting a vaporizer and he was like, yeah, this is the, the, the Rolls Royce, you know, this is the one you want right here. So I was like, all right, bring it over. And I'll tell you what, I sat there on my couch and I must I must have smoked 25 bags to the head. <laughs> One after the other. No, I, 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 I was like, I was just like, all right, I'm honestly like not even that stoned. I mean, like, I, you know, maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe it's just me, but like, I don't think vapor gets me high the way that smoke does. Well, because you're getting... Different you're getting more different cannabinoids kind of or different types of cannabinoids when you're combusting it. Different kind of a high, meaning it's like not as high of a, like I don't feel as high. I don't know. I, I don't know. Right, right. Uh, you don't get, you don't get baked. Yeah, but see that, I like that. I like just being 
annihilated when I'm, you know. I'm... I definitely need that right now as far as for, for pain. Um, but normally, no, I, I like to actually still have my faculties about me for the most part. <laughs> okay, okay. I guess it depends on the time of day and the, you know, the situation at hand, really. I mean, um, but that nighttime sesh right before bed, I'll tell you what, that's when I want to, don't need no vapor. To be, uh, no, you want to knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah, but no, okay. I, I think, I think you've opened my eyes a little bit on that front. Like it's all just situational, and uh, it does actually, you know, there is a much more enjoyable experience when you're not coughing your balls off after taking like one of those cat hair bong hits or something. Oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, it's un unbelievable. It happens like once every twenty bong rips for me, maybe, and it's just I'll catch something in there and I just cough <coughs> for like a minute straight, and I start like, you know, getting lightheaded and oh, it's it's awful. But then I feel really, really, really high afterwards. So, bro, can you send me some of that cat here? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's. The that's the good shit. <laughs> oh my god! But um, what is everybody smoking on tonight? I am actually smoking on Blood Lemon Punch. It's uh, by Sofem. Nice. I've heard really good yeah, things about them. It's got great flavor for sure. Um, I'm not getting a lemony flavor from it, but definitely citrus. And uh, but yeah, it has a really nice, nice high. Yeah, nice. I'm smoking on some uh, cherry smash from in-house genetics. Mm. Oh, nice. That sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a real heavy um, cherry flavor to it. Um, oh, definitely nice. digging it. I, I I made sure to get a couple cuts because uh, I want to keep. I want to grow this myself. See what I can do with it. Now, I saw you actually growing out some of the apples and bananas. Have you tried that yet? No, dude. But you know what's crazy? Every time I have to go in like defoliate or whatever or like you know cut branches off like my scissors are just covered in fucking like black fucking resin it's like it's kind of ridiculous actually so oh, uh, i'm looking really i'm really looking forward to to trying that and it seems like mm. a like a good yield or all the flowers are just stacked you know not like a lot of um you know huge internal spacing you know just big donkey dick colas all over the place oh nice um, and it smells like really, really good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I kept uh, a couple of cuts um, from the from the two phenos I like the most. So, if it's something that I really do like, I'll, I'll keep it going. Oh hell yeah! That's what I'm hoping with the the Cookie Monster that I have in uh, in the Dragon. I'm hoping that those are actually really nice uh, when they finish. I've seen I've seen them grown out, and uh, they can be so crossing my fingers that I have a couple decent ones. Whoa. Yeah, and that that was only like I think week four or beginning of week five, so they still got some time to fatten up, so I'm waiting to see what they do. Those sirens were from the podcast audience, don't worry. <laughs> I wanted to say that last night when uh you know, on the on the past episode when we were on with the the lawyer, but um I am smoking on Sage Scout. I can't get enough of this thing. Uh, it's who's the breeder of that? That's a night owl. 
night owl strain okay. and it's it's got cookies in it uh, it's got like a the forum stomper in yep. its lineage it's got the uh, wizard's apprentice that like is one of his um, f1 like his, like, originals yeah yeah it's a, a photo to autocross actually he did like a it's bodhi seeds i believe um he turned into an auto and um man this well, thing that's how all these autos you know came about becoming fire anyway you had to start with a photo at mm -hmm. some point so, right um, exactly so i mean this thing i, I if i I'm not going to get it tested, you know. It's, I, I don't really care, but... Yeah, I mean, it could have AIDS, and you don't want to know that you AIDS. <laughs> it's, it's got hep A, B, I'd and C. I'd rather just be ignorant to that stuff, you know what I'm saying? I do. I'd rather not know if my shit has AIDS. I'll just smoke it. I do. Thank you. But it's it, it, it's got to be at least 25%, man. T uh, total cannabinoids, I'm saying, like, 30%. Easy. This thing just gets me wrecked. And, um... My my wife, like, you know, we packed up a couple jars of this stuff, you know, with uh, after the harvest. So we were just rolling, uh, making these big cones. I, I admit, I, I don't know how to roll joints. I'm, I have awful fine motor skills, so I just, I can't do it. Um, but, so we use those, like, raw cones. And we smoked two of them the one night, and she was passed out, but, like, halfway through the second one man it was and she's usually uh she's usually she can usually hang so i knew it was uh definitely some some potent stuff yeah some nice daytime it uh, is nighttime smoke it nice. is it is um but are, are you still there big green guy i had saw that he may have gone away that's unfortunate Keep um, track of this time. Yeah, it was at like 41, 41 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what do you got going on, man? Um, let's see. So right now I got the apples and bananas cranking away. I got some berry pie um, cranking away. Those are both those rooms are about three weeks away from finish um, and then I have a room full of um, Jesus Christ I'm wicked baked um, <laughs> is it Mandarin cookies I, I think it's Mandarin cookies crossed with nice BBB. nice yeah that um, sounds great I think you were talking to me about that one before yeah so. yep and then um, I'm growing on another uh, PBB cross Queen Cosmos cross with PBB. Uh, what else? And then I got that greenhouse cranking with a bunch of those PBB crosses. Um, the one that really is catching my eye is that Cindy ninety nine headband um, mm. crossed with PBB. Yeah, I saw that on uh, the Biff Bean store. I was. Oh my god, dude! It's a fucking monster. So hmm. I grew three of them, and two of them are just. I mean borderline ridiculous as far as how big they are so i took cuts i'm back uh, there nice. you are yeah, i knew you would nice we don't have to edit shit then <laughs> we never do we never do 
perfect. I was wondering. I was like, dude, did he just leave us? I was gonna cry. No, I, I, mean, I knew. I knew. <laughs> you might not have heard it. But I, I muted and cried for like ten seconds. Yeah. Nice. What happened? Did you get a little internet droppage out there in uh, yeah, Western Mass. In the in the boonies. So I want to get um. I want to get inside your setup, man. Um, I've always been interested. Who wants to get inside? I want to. I want. I want. I, I want. I want to feel like I'm in that big ass room with all your autos. You know, you mentioned like the spaces you have. Um, mm-hmm. Can you can you tell me about your lights? Can you tell me about your your ventilation? Tell me about. Sure. Tell me about your fans. I want to know everything. All right. So. Uh... So we'll start with a small area that the uh, the small tent is uh, actually a four foot by five foot two in one, and that is uh, by Opulent Systems. So I, I start my seedlings in the top, and those are on actually under a dirty green key light. Um, What's it called? Dirty green. Dirty green key. Never heard of it. Yeah, he's he's a company up in uh, up in Vermont, and he's, these are actually new lights that he's developing. They're uh, like a quantum board style. Yep. And uh, he sent me one to try out, and they're adjustable and dimmable and stuff. So I find it's the the perfect uh, light for starting ceilings under. Are they like um, are they shaped like a, a T five sort of thing? No, it's it's like a quantum board, like an LED quantum board. Oh, cool. And then so that's up top, and then uh, underneath that, in the bottom, I have a light that I built. Um, I made it using HLG quantum boards, and. Um, and a meanwhile driver, so it's it's cool. dimmable and stuff. So I have that dimmed down to about fifty percent because it's a little too strong um, up above that. So when they get to a certain size, I'll move them down. And then, uh, yeah, when they when room opens up in the what I call the mid girl area, I move them over there, and that's <laughs> that's actually under a BP three thousand by Bloom Plus. Gotcha. Yeah, I've seen those. And. Uh, and then I move them into the big girl area, which is under two Photon Tech 600 watt pros. Oh yeah, that's that's the big girl. How do you area. like those Photon Techs? Oh, I love them. I've seen a huge increase in yield and density and, and everything since using them. It's it's been quite impressive. That's what yeah, I've heard says. really really good things about them. That's what everybody yeah, I, I've I, seen use them says, man. Um, I I. Shout out to to Photon Tech. I'll get, I'll, I'll try them out too actually, if you yeah. want. If you want to send me one, I will try it for you. <laughs> so, what do you like? Um, what do you like about it other than coverage area? Um, you know, I hear it keeps keeps pretty cool too. It runs nice and it's, cool. It's, yeah, it's definitely cool. I've noticed a, a difference in that as well. And you know, obviously, not having to run the AC all the time is a big benefit. Oh yeah. Um, can you get it really close to the canopy? Yeah, I've, I've, there's, there's actually a few plants in there that are within five inches of the, the light right now. Five inches? Yeah, Holy only because shit. I can't raise the light anymore. That's amazing. Um, well, yeah, 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 that's definitely talk. the beauty of bar fixtures. Right? <laughs> I mean, you can just get them right down there because the diodes are spread out so far. Yep, exactly. All right, so all this, uh, you know, all this... Moisture the plants are creating, humidity. I'm sure you're dealing oh, with yeah. in the summertime and a you know second floor. And I'm I, I don't believe in Massachusetts most of the houses have central air, right? Are you? 
No, I do not have central air. No, I, I actually have a portable air conditioner in there when I need to use it. Um, and I have a dehumidifier that is hooked up directly to a drain. You sound just like me, dude. You sound just like me. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, you just got to make it work. I know. And, you, and it's, you know, you're probably constantly running those appliances all summer long, right? Off and on, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kick on and off, so I... I try to keep the RH in the room between 50 and 55%. Um, not ideal for latent flower, but as an overall, it's not that bad. And I can kind of raise it up a little more by closing the tents off and the side parts to give a little more humidity to the younger plants. And um, I can control a little more like that. I have some AC infinity fans and some hurricane fans and some power fans. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm <coughs> smoking, smoking a believe I would call it a blunt, but anyway, um, you said AC infinity fans, you have, um, where are you like pushing the air from this room? Are you like venting it outside or just in a different I have room? one that, one that actually goes up into the, in and out of the attic, uh, in the nice. roof. And then I have a second one that vents out of the, of a window. Two active, uh, exhaust fans at all yes. times. Yeah, uh, that's probably smart, man. For uh, I didn't do the math for like the total total grow area you got going on, but um, it sounds sounds like a, at least a hundred square feet, right? That's about that, yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's, that's awesome, dude. Um, jealous of that kind of a a setup. It, you know, you got the like different stations, different stages of growth. Um, definitely gives you a lot of freedom to, you know, butt scoot in there and, uh, and get to work, man. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's still a challenge at the moment, but I mean, I'm doing, doing what I got to do. Hell yeah. You're making it work for you, man. You, you're, and not just that, uh, dare I say you are killing it, sir. <laughs> I'm trying, you know, I, I, I had a lot of help along the way and I, I learn, I'm learning all new stuff all the time. So I never stop. Never stop learning. I listen to podcasts all the time. I read books. I read articles online. I'm, I'm always researching and trying to get better. <clears throat> Absolutely, same. Um, I've I've been getting a lot of um, enjoyment from watching the Build a Soil Ten by Ten series that, that just yeah, finished. Yeah, I was up. watching that too. Um, I like listening to Jeremy. Now he the way he explains stuff is just so. Um, I don't know. I feel like comforted by it almost. As he's very yeah, thorough. Yeah, he's not condescending at all. You know mm -hmm. what I mean, either. So. Mm-hmm. He's coming at you from a real place, and um, yeah, I would highly recommend everyone check yeah, that out. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even grow that way, and I still had you know got enjoyment watching it. Yeah, any any skill level and any grow type, you you will yeah. learn something from him. Oh so, yeah. Um. I think you can learn from pretty much anyone. Is everybody has something to share? Oh, totally. Whether or not you apply it or not, you know, it's still always nice to have the knowledge. And oh yeah, I mean, I've picked up tricks from organic growers that I incorporate into my regimen. You know, 
Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, it doesn't all have to be salt-based nutrients. You can mix it up. You know? When people ask me what style I grow, I basically say like a synthetic. You know what I mean? Because like, there are there are you know some synthetic shit, but also a lot of a lot of organic yeah, stuff as well. We're calling it orgthetic from now on, okay? Orgthetic? No, that yeah. sounds too much like pathetic. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was synganic. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, just the yeah, the words just reversed, you know. <laughs> you don't get to ju- if there's already a word for something, you don't just get to make up a new word, you know. Just because you're the fucking captain, dude, doesn't yeah. mean you can do that shit. That's my creative license, dude. <laughs> Come on, bullshit. you can't, you, you cannot stifle the overruled uh, creativity. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. I hear you. Um, get two muscles against one, so. <laughs> Man, I'll never win that fight. No, we're we're talking to you from Massachusetts right now, so be careful. I got to get up that way um, one of these days, and dude, you're more than visit, welcome man. to come up. I told you you could sleep under my porch. Um, yeah, it, you know, it, it, I welcome everybody. So, All right. I mean, I got that. There's water that runs out there. It's not like fresh water, usually from like a leak or something. <laughs> but there's running water out there. As long as I got a hose and a, you know, bring me out like a cheese sandwich or something, I'll be okay. Perfect. Um, so yeah, let's talk. Um, let's talk more about your space, man. I was still still interested in how it's all how it's all working together. Um, we got the lights and we got the ventilation. I mean, what kind of power usage are we talking about? Like, did you have to set up a, a sub panel or? Do actually, the room is that was actually already split, so the outlets are split between three different breakers in the room. No um, shit. I'm not sh- not sure you what the room is used for. Yeah, that's awesome. I can tell you Prior. what it was used for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and either that or a cryptocurrency too, because I mean, I've, hmm. I that's something I do as a side hustle, set up crypto rigs. So um, I can totally see that being used for crypto as well. But more than likely, it was probably a grower. Wouldn't surprise me, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Just continuing the the, the tradition. That's that's a good thing. All right. Um. That's. that's <laughs> sorry. That's I'm, like a I'm grower's dream, right there. Yeah. No. That's that's. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible, though. Like you didn't have to do. I mean, you because yeah. Usually we're we're talking about. Um, I can't even do the math in my head real quick. Like at least. At least thirty watt uh, amps of you, of power, right? Probably closer to sixty or sixty at amps, forty five. Anyway, okay. right? what are they all? Well, the, the six hundred, the six hundred watt pros use, I believe, just under six amps a piece. That'd be twelve for those two. Twelve. Um, I'm not sure what the BP three thousand does, but that's probably you know three, maybe something like that. And I do have the other two lights in there that are dimmed down. So the only other thing that's really drawing a lot would be the AC and then the, the yeah AC and the DU. Those are like I mean for that kind of space though, you probably got like a, a at least a ten thousand BTU window unit, right? Uh, no, it's actually a floor unit. It's a portable one. A f- okay. Is it a single yeah. hose or dual hose? It's a single. I believe it's eight thousand BTU. And you find that works well, huh? Yeah, I only have to keep the temps down to about 80 or so, 80, 82. Okay. Just know this much, that those things are just super inefficient. And I, I run oh, one I myself in, in my bedroom, <laughs> just just want just want you to know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, I don't know how they're able to get away with this, but just about all of them are actually overrated. Like if it says eight thousand, it's probably closer to a six thousand. Uh, no, no kidding. Yeah, because I, I actually rock uh, eight thousand in my bedroom. Um, I just haven't got down to putting. I mean, my, my wife gives me shit all the time because I install mini splits like fucking all the time. She's like, "You still haven't put one in here yet." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, mini splits you're are going the best. around. You're going around doing this stuff at other people's houses, but not your own. I was like, "No, <laughs> other people pay me to do it." That's right. That's I, you know. Plus, that's it's like that's true. the last thing I want to do when I get home is like do more shit. <sighs> like I just want to smoke a bone and fucking. I started rewatching The Sopranos again, so I've been getting into Good that. Show. Yeah, it's a great fucking show. Um, I've rewatched that show many a time. It's good. Yeah, I've only seen it once through, so I was like, you know what? I'm looking for shit to watch, and I just I don't know. I haven't really come across anything that I wanted to watch. So I was like, hey, yeah. what the fuck? Go it's with this. Always <laughs> worth going back to The Sopranos. The Wire or Breaking Bad. The Wire is a great show too. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you like guys seen? It did get uh, a little dull for like a season, but it was it, it was pretty fucking good. Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. It's got um. Uh, oh, Ozark. Have you guys seen Ozark? I started watching. I couldn't just. I just wouldn't bite me. I couldn't no, get it. No, it's actually really good. I thought it was really good. You're talking about with Jason Bateman, right? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. was telling me about it. I'll have to... Maybe I'll have to, like, try again. Is it, like, a, a dark uh, sort of... I don't really watch comedic. a whole lot of television. Like, right now, it's... it's. Um, I mean, most of the... 99% of the time, it's just it's sports. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of TV in between, but... Oh, come yeah. on. You got, you got the Spice Channel. Don't lie. Dude, fuck that! I got free porn up on my phone. What the hell did I need that for? I you remember, remember when I, like, I remember watching that stuff at my cousin's house, like coming in all blurry on the TV at, like, at past midnight, channel ninety, just could make out a one boob in 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 the fuzz on the on the, on the TV. <laughs> oh, those were the days. But all right, so no, we we got the AC down. Right, we mm-hmm. it's working for you. So I don't think if 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 it's keeping your room at at eighty, there's no need to fix what ain't broken. Um, right, your dehue. Those two got to at least be like eight amps a piece, I would think. So I could like yeah, you're definitely saying. pulling something. Yeah, it's it's. It, those now, are the most those are the two most expensive fixtures in the room for sure. It's good, def- good tip for your mini split. Most of them have a drain hose. If you open that up and drain it, it will work better. Oh. Just look on the back. You'll see like a... Um, not, did I say a mini split? I meant like the floor units. If you... Right. I knew what you were talking about. The, the yeah, portable. No, I'm just baked. The portable units. Mm-hmm. They have the... Um, usually a, a drain hose uh, attachment. Hmm. Just help. If you can somehow get that. You don't always have to. It doesn't seem like it has to work too hard to, to keep it at 80. So, um, Now, are you... Also exhausting out, or are you just recirculating the air in the room? With the I'm exhausting out as, as as well. Okay, yeah. Using any kind of carbon filter, or you just going right on the, the on the AC Infinity. I have a, a big carbon filter on there, and then on the one that's exhausting out the roof, there's also one there. Nice. And just being respectful to the uh, 
Respectful shit. This is why I ain't robbed. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's true. I mean, I would think if you're going out the roof, I mean, I don't know how how close your neighbors are, but if it's going out the roof, it shouldn't be smelled by people walking past. But no, you can't smell anything. It's, that one has a carbon filter on it anyway, but you can't yeah, really yeah. smell anything. So cool, cool. Um, so how many like oscillating fans you got throughout that room? That's the real question. I have four oscillating fans and then two tower fans. Four and two. So, you think that's enough? Oh, the airflow is around pretty good in there. Yeah, there's always <laughs> I'm just movement. Playing. I'm just playing, man. That's uh, uh, that's a fuck ton of fans. But I get, again, that's like it's a big room, and that's like, man, what a blessing that you have those outlets on three different uh, breakers all set up like that for you. It's like the, the planets aligned and gave you the, the perfect grow setup. Yeah, so far it's not bad, yeah. Well, and actually, what I was talking to the Green Monster a little while, a big Green Monster, a little while ago about um, that's right, the ultimate room <laughs> downstairs, which is actually going to be 16 by 20. So, oh, you're expanding. I hope to very soon, yeah. And what are your plans for that space, sir? Like I uh, want to be able to actually uh, run photos and autos in the same room, so I'm going to need to get a couple decent tents, and then I'll have mm. an open room for the, all the vegetation and the autos. It sounds like you are, you know, almost... Like, you, you could be one of those guys doing, like, photo-to-auto crosses, you know, in the... In the near I would like to do that eventually for sure. It just—it's a very long process, of course. A hundred percent. But I, I feel like it's—it's it's really uh, worthwhile, especially if you find something in a photo that is an absolute keeper, like your unicorn. Uh -huh. You know, to be able to turn that then into an auto and have the same properties would be just phenomenal. Yeah, and that's—that's that's a completely new. You know, like you're you're bringing in new genetics to the auto flower auto flower community which is um that's a cool thing man but you know that it, again like you said it's a really long process and it takes at least four generations i would think three four generations to get to the point where they're like actually autos and from what i understand you it's typically in the f4 is when the, the auto trait can be stabilized yeah so you know you have three generations of, of seeds then that are essentially worthless or at least you're not going to be selling them to anybody. Exactly. Or, um, exactly. So yeah, it's just not if you're not tough. if you're being reputable, you're not going to do that. Exactly. Um, but no, it uh, sounds like it could be in your future, man. I'm, you know, I'm just, just saying ain't that, ain't that many guys out there doing that and uh, be uh, really cool to see you try your hand at it. But, um, what you're doing now is is awesome enough, and I cannot wait to pop these beans you sent me, man. So I can't um, wait to see what you do with them. Um, are you, are you looking for feedback on them? Are they testers right now, or um, I have I actually have a test team of 26 people that are running the majority of the the first four in the line. Um, they're they're being tested pretty heavily, so that's why I feel confident in actually sending some out. Cool. Cool. So you can just grow them however you want and do it uh, to it. You know how I'll do it, man. Just 
leave him the hell alone and grow a big Christmas tree. <laughs> they will definitely grow a big Christmas tree. Nice. It's Captain's Christmas tree farm. Come on down. Get yourself a Christmas tree, y'all. <laughs> throw, throw some balls I'm up right there. Right down with my set. fucking sawzall. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, It's, uh, you know, I just a personal preference, man. I don't know why I prefer to grow a Christmas tree. Um, but I've seen... Oh. Do you do any LST or anything to yours? Or oh, I definitely, I definitely LST um, ninety nine percent of the plants that I I grow. That's if it's something if that's kind of stunted, you just took that or... biggest top and bent it down, Captain. I think you would you would um, like the results. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll, sh I'll send you a picture later. I I super cropped my uh, my one the other day and. About, about done stretching too about like 40 days old and I just like mm -hmm. um, you know damn near snapped the, the, the whole top stem but she liked it growing right yeah. back growing yeah, right back those branches all want to compete to be the tallest one especially once right. you do that um, and uh, you'll, you'll definitely get a bigger yield by bending mm -hmm. that you know apple stem yeah. we'll see man we'll see but um, now I was thinking because you have so many so many plants i mean spending a lot of time up in the garden dude that's i mean you must really find it therapeutic if you're if you're up there doing lst with all of them because i found when i had just like six plants you know something like that i was like damn i'm not i'm not even touching these things that's that's <laughs> when i got to the style that i i i came to to grow with you know right Christmas trees because it's just it just becomes too much well you know I, I look at it like when I'm doing a, an inspection on the plant to check for any any deficiencies or anything like that it's not really that much more time to take and just pull a branch down a little bit uh, I have everything set up right there to do it so might as well you must be more methodical and like focused with it than me because I, I find I get like I'll get like lost in what I'm what I'm doing and like the, the, the time just like disappears I'll, I'll be like bending branches for 20 minutes and it's like <laughs> i think i have a method to help simplify it for you i only do you now do you top at all do you top your plants i do top my plants okay so i just cut the main top and then you have those two um secondary shoots that come up um next to it then mm -hmm. i'll take those and i'll manipulate those towards like a vacant area in the plant um just those two and then, generally speaking, I won't do too much after that unless I see, like, one stem really creeping up taller than the rest of them, then I'll try to bend that down. Um, but generally speaking, for me, that's all I really have to do. And it seems to work pretty well for me that way. And that's usually enough, and it will actually, you'll see a big increase in yield just doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How um, much of a bend are you talking? Like, I'll try to bend it so that it's l slightly lower than, like, the rest of the branches and because it's going to creep back up a little bit anyway in, um in the flowering process i usually just really only do this in in the in the veg process yeah i don't um, i don't i don't do any any manipulation or any cutting or anything like that when the plants are in flower I, it's all done way before they enter flower yeah that, now i have before just out of necessity but generally speaking i try not to fuck with them i mean i'll tuck branches through like trellis netting and, and whatnot but 
That's I why try I try not I, to fuck with them too hard in flour. You know, besides the foliating. Totally. I, that's why I use the term super cropping. I don't know if that's even right, but I, at least I would think that's when you basically you you failed to train the plant when you should have, and it's growing too big from like the main stem. And you're just like, oh fuck. I gotta bend this thing over real quick. I'll actually get a picture tomorrow for you. I had to do that with a plant that was actually in flower. Um, I just had no choice. It was just yeah. it was the apples and bananas. One of them was getting like too close to the light, and I don't raise all of my lights the whole time. They just stay at max height. So mm -hmm. I was like, raising the light wasn't gonna be an option. Same. And, uh, I didn't want it to get burned, so just bent the little fucking thing right over. And uh, it's funny how the bud just look will grow. Um, <laughs> Like, you'll have, like, a basically, like, a curved cola. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild to see when they start to grow back like that. Yeah, and plus that knuckle, I just love looking at it. People will say, like, mm -hmm. it's, like, a super highway for nutrients. That's all bro science bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, that little tiny bend, like, you really think, like, like it's gonna make that much more of a difference, you know. Plus, it has to like kind of heal from it anyway. It does strengthen. Well, I think what's happening is, yeah, it strengthens the plant, but it also has to send some of the hormones to the plant to repair it, and some of those are probably getting to the bud. So maybe, mm. but so like it, it like pushes enzymes or whatever kind of plant. something. Yeah, yeah, something up to that that point where it's been injured, which then like some of it keeps going up to those buds. That's interesting, actually. <clears throat> I mean, there may be maybe something to it, man. I don't know. Like, the thing is, bro science is like really just what people used to call a uh, keen observation, and and like you know trial and error and like learning from doing, and and there's a lot to be said from that. I, I don't I don't discount anything because it's. Uh, "Quote unquote bro science." It's like <clears throat> I don't know. There, you'll, you'll probably find out with actual science that like there's a damn good reason why people do it that way, or that they. Well, they, there's some that have already been proven to be bullshit. Like, right. um, for instance, cloning. People will cut the tips of the leaves off, um, but they found in basically like the theory behind it is that you're gonna instead of forcing vegetative growth, you're gonna force it to root. As in, like, you're the boss by cutting the leaf tips off. Um, the the, the uh, studies have shown, though, that it actually is less effective, and the more vegetation you can have on the clone when you're cloning it, the better. Um, there gotcha. would be some reasons, I guess, for cutting away a lot of leaves if you were had, a, like, a crowded uh, cloning area. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and you wanted to make some more space, but I've never. The only thing I'll do is I'll take my cutting at like a forty-five degree angle. I'll scuff up the outside a little bit, put in some rooting gel, put it into the um, either the clone dome or the aeroponic cloner, and I just let it ride. And as long as the water can stay under seventy-five degrees in those clone domes, you'll be fine. And if you're not you know, letting the cubes dry out too much. And at the same time, not overwatering. Um, they usually root too. So, I, I would imagine that people, like the thought process is, that by cutting the leaves, you're like telling the plant, like no photosynthesizing right now. Okay, your your job's to be growing roots. Correct. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's a little... There are some things like that where I guess it's just people kind of like being like, if I were a plant, what would I do? You know, very, very <laughs> well, like... Well, I wouldn't be cutting. I wouldn't want to get the tips cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, how would I feel if I got my... I want know. my fingers cut off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, and like if you think about it like from like a, a human anatomy standpoint, Ross the Jeff actually put it pretty well. He's like, think about cloning. Like, like you're trying to cut a piece off the plant and get it to root. What if you like cut your arm off and a finger? You know what I mean, <laughs> and just try to like, you know what I mean, like it's just funny when you cut an arm like and then try to grow a human out of it, or you can <laughs> like cut an arm and like two fingers <clears throat> and try to grow a human out of it. I think yeah, I think your first option has a better chance of working, even though that would yeah, never yeah. work. But. I mean, <clears throat> it's a brutal process, and I've even uh, <clears throat> I've even had luck just cutting them and throwing them into. Just some water, like period. And, hmm. uh, I've heard a lot of people actually just do that, and and they actually have really good success that's with it. Like so it's kind of wild. That's what like people do in like, um, just like house house plant plants. groups. Yeah, hundred yep. percent. And it's yep. like, yeah, no, my wife does that all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's like no big deal. It's just like a a, a dish of uh, you know, cup of distilled water usually, and a um, couple cuttings. And put them on the windowsill and let them do their thing. I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> I honestly will be trying it too. It's a. Um, I've cut them and dipped them right into cocoa. I've seen people do it right into soil too. Um, it. I mean, I don't know. There's so many different friggin' variables when cloning. I kind of feel like uh, it's hard to just generalize it into into like one like list of things. You know what I mean to do. I mean, you have best practices right. to follow. And, and that's what oh, exactly. we can fall back on. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I don't know. Maybe we'll save this for another episode. Uh, not like the cologne episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll, so what else you got going up. on? That's coming um, up. It is coming up. We had talked about it. What else? Do you, like, have any new projects you want to talk about? Um Actually, I have uh, the only other thing that, I, that I'm doing, and I'm kind of making a joke out of it, was I took one of the newer genetics and I crossed it with a mando fruit male. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna call that one the broken leg. <laughs> so <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> what uh, I'm only doing one, only doing one run of it. So you know, when you say we'll new see. newer gem- genetics, you just mean like one of those crosses that you've been talking about. Yes. Cool. Yep. Cool. And you hit that with yep. uh, what'd you say it was? Mando fruit. Nice the fire buds and uh, Mandalorian. Uh, yes. Collab. Cool. Cool. Oh, that's you're using the right Fire stuff butts. to work. Is he, with. is he the one making the uh, Care Bear strain or something like yes. that? Yes. He made the Care Bear. I got a, yep. I got a chance to smoke some of that a while back, and I was pretty impressed. Um, it's got great flavor for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was really impressed actually. Um, it, it it was something unique that I couldn't put my thumb on. Um, unlike anything I've tried before. So it was definitely enjoyable. He's, um, he's You'll great... see the real green monster get into some uh, autos again. I got some stuff in the works. So I'll be nice. doing some... Uh, I can't wait well, if you ever want to grow anything, let me know. I can send you some of the new stuff I got going on. You can play around with that. Nice. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Oh, that'd be cool, uh, I basically want to fill... I have like a little area. I want to fill. It's about four by eight. 
Now I'm just going to fit as many one-gallon pots in there as I can um, and see what happens. <laughs> one, one gallons. Uh, that's Why about not? 32 square feet. I bet you you could fit uh, 32 pots in that. In that Big sea right of green there. Yeah, I want to just see what happens. Um, no training, nothing. Just like let them, you know, basically just one big cola and, uh, <laughs> you know, see what happens. Dude, that'd be I haven't incredible. done a sea of green in a while, and I think it would be perfect with some autos. Let's right. see what we got. Um, yeah, real quick, before we head out, I know we, we were talking about him. Shout out to Firebuds. He's a good dude, good breeder. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, Shout out to Firebuds. He, he makes uh, photos now, too. Um, oh, no uh, shit. Yeah. Check out... Uh, I know it's. I think it's sold out, but man, just look at look up pictures of Slime God. Um, I know it's like that was the name of one of his his strains. It looked. Yes, I actually have two of them growing in my in my ridiculous. veggie area right now. Oh, may have to grab a cut of that from you, sir. <clears throat> hey, if I can figure out how to do it, I'll send you one. <laughs> you can actually cut them and wrap them in paper wet paper towel. The, like the base of the plant and send mm-hmm. it that way. I've received and sent cuts like that. To Dude, people. if you can do that kind of stuff, like you can root them in a windowsill in a cup of water. I'm telling you, people you like... Can, yes and no. Like There are some factors involved in that. One, you don't want a whole lot of light hitting the roots mm. or fruiting area because um, it just it won't work. So like the... When people say they do, like, you know, like I said, it goes all goes back to, like, there's so many different variables um, with cloning. You know, like, you could tell somebody to do something, and they could follow your written directions to a T, but, like, their environment could be slightly different. Uh, the one thing I will tell you, Captain, I think that, that uh, going back to lighting, I think is, uh, this is crucial, they don't want a lot of light at all. Mm. Like, like, you know what I mean? They, they don't need much. Um, you could probably even get it done with something stupid like a CFL. Alright, yeah, I'll try it with like a Home Depot shop light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to, I'll, I just, I'm so fucking busy, I wish I spent more time posting on IG, but I'll take a little video tour of my flower chamber um, nice. that I run for testing, and like, so when I, I have a bunch of joint custodies, neurotoxin that I need to sex out, I'm gonna take cuts and then just throw them right into flower and they'll show me sex before they even root and then i can move forward and right you actually were talking about that with auto flower dummy yeah how you go about doing that yeah yeah and that way there because i don't want to pay for genetics testing i mean i know it's pretty reliable but at like 13 dollars a test just if you got a lot of plants to do that that shit just adds up yeah quickly Um, too it's the way to do it man i'm gonna try that method so Keep you posted, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about all I can do tonight, gentlemen. I gotta say, I'm like I'm hitting a wall. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> well, we've been going for a while now, definitely over an hour. So, um, why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media please, and whatnot? Please. Um, so I'm on IG, and uh, and I'm on uh, uh, what is it? What the hell is it called? Uh, the Cannabuzz. I'm on both of those. <laughs> Under uh, um, under I'm the on, big green guy on the internet, you can find me. And, How are you liking also, uh, cannabis? I don't really use it that much, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm also on my genetics page is uh, green guy underscore genetics. If anybody wants to look that up too. 
Nice. Okay. And that's where I post. I post specific things just as far as the breeding process and stuff on that page, more so than I do on my my main page. Okay. Well, I'll be watching, man. I can't wait to see uh, some of those new crosses coming up. Uh, you'll find another like keeper auto you want to work with. That's that's. Um, it's pretty cool about growing the the regs too. Is that you'll you'll always have like some pollen on hand. Exactly. Yes, so, and I do from multiple things, projects that I've yeah. done, and things that I worked and stuff. Cool. cool. So yeah. <laughs> Did you collect a couple Fun vials? Stuff. Is that uh, that's how you do it? Uh, I would say I got more than a couple vials. <laughs> worth, yeah. Oh, damn, <laughs> they were they were uh, some studs, huh? Oh, they were, they definitely were pollen droppers. Oh, yeah. Now, were they, like, they, they didn't, like, like you said, they, they weren't premature uh, pollen droppers, though. They were, like, right on time. Yeah, if, if they start to drop too early, I don't use them. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know. Have you tried, you, like, ED medication? Yeah, what can them? you do with that? It's, <laughs> it's, that's what I was thinking, man. It's actually PE, I think, is what's going on in that. In that <laughs> PE is a form of ED, and there's, I don't know. I thought it was just gym class terms all growing up, but um, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's it's fun to uh, make those types of analogies, especially when you're when you're breeding with them like that. I'd be in there all day just talking talking dirty and. Uh, they yeah. like it. So yeah, it's fine. yeah, we're, we're oh, gonna, yeah, gonna knock you, you up right girl. now. We're gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. give it to that girl. Go, gonna get you. I pregnant. got your sister over here for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, I don't like to think in those terms. No, you gotta keep. <laughs> well, you gotta keep it very clean up there. I, I try to. <laughs> uh, I try to. All right. Well, uh, listen. It, it's been fun. Um, We'll definitely have you on again. For and, sure, uh, anytime. Um, whenever yeah, you're I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Oh no, no, it's been our pleasure, man. Yeah, um, thanks a lot for, of fun. Thanks for joking yeah. and and smoking and chilling with us. And I'm sure everyone out there loved hearing about what you got going on, man. It's uh, it's I'm been excited a, to see what the future holds as far as different projects and stuff. So I'm, I'm uh, we all very are. excited to see people, more people growing my stuff. So that's it's going to be pretty uh, pretty cool and pretty surreal. You're one of the like preeminent uh, auto pages, at least on uh, on Instagram. I'm I'm sure now that you're yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened. But. You know, <laughs> you have a really cool space to look at. It's 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 big. You got a lot going on, man. And uh, usually people growing in like a little two by four or something, or just look, they see it and they're like, "Holy fuck, this guy is amazing!" <laughs> you know, it's like I had the same reaction and. Um, you certainly are amazing with your ability to, to care for all of them, especially with a broken leg, dude. So props to yeah, you. Yeah, that hasn't been fun, but I'm doing it. <laughs> you are doing it, man. Um, and yeah, we, we just, it's been awesome talking to you, and, and I'm sure everyone out there too. loved hearing about it. Yeah, right. yeah well, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to have you on again, and we appreciate the time. I know you got a family and shit, so uh, plus you're you know, a plant daddy. Um, I mean, you might have a few illegitimate children out there too, so I appreciate the, the time. Um, I appreciate you guys too. Thank uh, you, no sir. No problem, man. We'll definitely have to have you on again. 
And uh, you can find us uh, on Instagram at cultivation.conversation. Um, you can always hit us up with questions there. Uh, the website, cultivationconversation.com. And we have recently started a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash cultivationconversation. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah. All uh, the uh, proceeds received will go directly back into the show. Uh, equipment, um, web hosting, that kind of stuff. Uh, it ain't free, guys, unfortunately. And we want to bring you the highest quality cultivation conversation possible um so we we do appreciate anything that that you m might be able to give so that's awesome thank you all so much yes and um you can find me at on ig as well uh, the real green monster at the real green monster m-o-n-s-t-a and captain autoflower at captain autoflower mm -hmm. and, and uh yeah feel free to hit up with any questions and at the real big or the big green guy yeah just the big green not guy. the real big you got to make one the real big green guy <laughs> that would be, be pretty <laughs> funny but uh no it's at the the big green guy i'm sure everyone knows and uh yeah man i'll be watching dude it's uh All it's been right, fun talking good, to you so thank you again you guys as well have a great All night right, man. have a, you too buddy have a great night good night talk to you soon and bye to bye. everyone else out there too And then it gets really quiet. Hey, yeah. you just gotta have like two.